you for covering us, Jesus. Thank you for being our shield. Thank you for being our protection. Thank you for being our keeper. Thank you for being our hope. Thank you for the blood. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for Jesus. Thank you for the blood. Thank you for healing. Thank you for hope. You're my hope. You're my joy. You're my Conceive in your womb and bear a son, and shall call his name Jesus. Verse 34 Then Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I do not know a man? And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, the power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore, also that Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Now indeed, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is now the sixth month for her who was called barren. For with God, nothing will be impossible. Verse 41, And it happened when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary, that the babe leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. Then she spoke out with a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. Verse 45. And blessed is she that believed, for there shall be a performance of those things which were told her from the Lord. Beyond impossible. Would you say that after me, please? Beyond impossible. Please be seated. Two jewels of truth nestle amid the splendid surroundings of the Christmas narrative. When one looks at this story, this narrative, from just the right angle, glitters and sparkles of the light catch the eye. And when one looks at these jewels, their ability to hold one's gaze and to inspire are almost hypnotic. Most of us have read Luke chapter 1 time and time again. We've read these verses before, but a while ago when I read this record, these two verses seemed to step out from around their surroundings and beckon to me and say, listen to us very closely. For with God, nothing shall be impossible. Will you say that after me, please? Far with God, nothing shall be impossible. And then again, blessed is she that believes, for there shall be a performance 
of those things which were told her from the Lord. And as I read those two verses, the thought that came to my mind was beyond impossible. Will you say it again? That's beyond impossible. But you know the very words impossible are a self-fulfilling prophecy. Once you say that something is impossible, you automatically determine that you will probably never do that thing. Only when you come to believe that the so-called impossible is really possible, only then will you try it and succeed at the effort. Many things that we thought in the past were impossible were proven possible by a person who believed that it could be done. You know, there are a host of impossibility thinkers around at all times. Around young people telling them that they should not strive for excellence. They should not strive to accomplish anything great in life. Rather, they say, just be one in the crowd. The higher you go, the harder you're going to fall. So be careful about going so high. They are around telling young ladies that you can't be square and virtuous and popular. Better get with it or else you'll end up an old maid. They say it's impossible to succeed today with old-fashioned attitudes. But you know, I'm glad that there are still young people who do not accept that kind of thinking as it applies to morality and right living. You don't have to be common to be popular. These impossibility thinkers are everywhere. They even come to church, point the finger here and there, saying it's impossible for that person to be saved. It's impossible for that person to make it. Always provide a pessimistic tone, saying it's not going to work. It can't be done. Not wise for us to even try it. And some of them are known by that saying, don't even try it. The story is told of a preacher who came before his church to recommend the purchase of a new chandelier for the church auditorium. That we need a new chandelier here at this church. And right away, one of the impossibility thinkers was on the floor and on his feet. But pastor... We don't need a chandelier. In the first place, I can't spell it. In the second place, it probably costs too much. In the third place, we don't have anybody here who knows how to play a chandelier. Then in the fourth place, what we really need in this church is some more light. What I want to say to you today is that with God, we can move beyond the impossible and even beyond the possible into the realm of the supernatural. How many of you want to go supernatural with God on today? Clap your hands and give praise to God. This is what Mary had to do. When the angel first appeared and informed Mary that she'd been chosen to be the mother of the Christ, her first response was impossible. Mary reminded the angel that her marriage had not yet been consummated and that she had not been involved with a man. How shall this be, she said, I know not a man. And the angel answered and said, the Holy Ghost shall come upon you and the power of the highest shall overshadow you. That's how you're going to make it. The Holy Ghost is going to come upon you and the power of the highest is going to overshadow you. That's why folk who are condemning you and saying you're not going to make it are wrong and mistaken because you are going to make it because the power of the Holy Ghost is going to come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you. The angel said that holy thing which shall be born shall be called the Son of God. She remained a virgin until after the birth of Jesus Christ. 
and Jesus was born of the virgin Mary. The angel went on to say, and behold, your cousin Elizabeth, she has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month with her who was called barren. They said she was barren and that she'd never have a child, but with God, nothing shall be impossible. Get that in your mind. Say it after me. With God, nothing shall be impossible. If you believe it and want God to apply that to your life, clap your hands and praise God. Many would understand Mary's response. For what the angel predicted was almost unbelievable. Mary probably wondered how she could be chosen for such a high honor. She almost felt like she was very unworthy for the task of caring for the savior of the world. And even those days of biological and scientific naivety, it was known that a female could not conceive without the involvement of a male partner. And to conceive otherwise seemed to be impossible. But then to make it even more impossible, it was predicted that the child would be a male. And most of us waiting on a boy and get a girl, waiting on a girl and get a boy. But in this case, the sex, uh, the gender of the child was announced even before the child was conceived. And even his name was selected. They picked out a boy named Jesus. How many of you love that name, Jesus? Mary also was informed that the child would be uniquely related to God and that the child would be called the Son of God. And that seemed impossible also to Mary. But in another sense, it seemed impossible because Mary knew that her reputation might be destroyed. Her marriage ruined, disintegrated, for she was espoused I engaged to a man named Joseph, but this marriage had not yet been consummated. Joseph might have publicly denounced her and caused her to be stoned to death as an adulteress. Impossible. Yes, it was impossible, but just say yes to God and let God take care of the rest. Would you tell two people, say yes to God. Let God take care of the rest. Come on, tell that second person, say yes to God and let God take care of the rest. Anybody here who knows that if you turn it over to Jesus, you can smile the rest of the day. God protected her reputation. God overshadowed her with his love and his power. God did the impossible in her life. And I just came by to tell you, nothing is impossible. Will you tell two people nothing? is impossible. Hallelujah. The angel hushed all of our questionings by saying, with God, nothing shall be impossible. I wonder why the angel said nothing shall be instead of saying nothing is impossible. But to me, that indicated that there were certain things God was going to do before that impossible situation could really be overcome. God could accomplish other wonderful miracles and other wonderful deeds, but he had to do something. First, God could restore man to divine favor. He could restore man to divine peace and forgiveness. God can enable man to be free of an evil fleshly nature. God could place his spirit and nature in their hearts and enable them to live as he intended to. God could give them eternal life. He could enable them to live in his power and his might forever and forever. He could do all of that, but there was a method. There was a action that had to take place before it could be done. It could be done through Jesus Christ, the Son of God. It could be done if the divine second person of the Trinity would become flesh and dwell among us. It could be done if the Son of Man had to be born, live as a man, die as a man for all men and then rise again from the dead. 
God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed in him should not perish but have everlasting life. God could do it, but he had to do it through Jesus Christ, his life, his death, and his resurrection. If you believe Jesus is alive, clap your hands and give praise to God. <laughs> Hallelujah. The coming of Jesus Christ was a key element in God's plan for the redemption of men. Once Christ came to fulfill God's purpose, once Christ came to die for our sins and rise again from the dead, his death, his resurrection made it possible for God to do the impossible in our lives. God did the impossible by bringing Jesus Christ to the earth that he might carry us beyond impossibility in Jesus Christ. I said God did the impossible by bringing Jesus to the earth so that he could carry us beyond impossibility in his power and in his might. If you believe it, come on and help me praise God. Since Jesus, we have moved beyond impossibility. Look toward your neighbor and say, since Jesus, we have moved beyond impossibility. When Mary heard the words of the angel, she went to visit her cousin Elizabeth. Both of them were involved in the miraculous things which God was doing at that time. She traveled to visit Elizabeth. And I suppose that Mary needed to have her faith confirmed. She needed to talk to somebody who would understand and relate to what she was going through. Sometimes when we get a revelation from God, we spend time with the wrong people. You don't spend time with the negative folk when you're trying to nurture a revelation. You don't spend time with folk who are impossibility thinkers when God is doing something great in your life. Look at your name and say, except for me, watch out who you hang out with. Be careful who you spend time with. I need somebody who will inspire me. I need somebody who will lift my spirit. I need somebody who will take me higher in the Lord. I need somebody who will tell me it's going to happen, it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Matter of fact, would you tell your neighbor that thing you've been asking God for, it's going to happen, it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Come on, give God praise. Hallelujah. And Mary found Elizabeth. She found it just as she thought it was going to be. Three months later, Elizabeth was going to bring forth John the Baptist. And when Mary came in and greeted her, Elizabeth's babe leaped in her womb, and a spirit of prophecy came over Elizabeth. That's what happens when Holy Ghost folk get together. She came to prophesy to Mary. In a sense, she said to Mary, God, who has revealed my experience to you and your experience to me, is going to do just what he promised. But you tell one neighbor, God's going to do just what he promised. Blessed is she that believe, for there shall be a performance. Oh, say it after me. Blessed is she that believes, for there shall be a performance. Said one more time, God blesses she that believes, for there shall be a performance. Come on, clap your hands and praise God. There's going to be a completion. There's going to be a fulfillment of that which God has promised you. God is a God who performs. I said, God is a God who performs. There shall be a performance of that which is spoken by the Lord. So many things in life promise performance, but they fail us and they let us down. There are so many disappointments in life, so many frustrations in life, so many broken commitments and broken dreams. So many people have knocked at the door of opportunity and it turned out to be nothing but an empty Hollywood front with nothing behind it. They've chased after hopes that were empty dreams and empty mirages. But listen, when God says it, you can bank on it. It's going to happen. God is a God 
who performs, God will bring it to pass. And one of the greatest joys in life is to get your Bible and start finding God's promises in the Word of God. Start finding things that God said he was going to do. And then when you find them, say, Lord, I lay claim to this in the name of Jesus. You said it. It's going to happen. And I'm going to praise you until I get it. How many of you know you can praise your way through into your blessing? Come on, tell two people, praise your way into your blessing. Praise your way into your miracle. Somebody ought to clap your hands. Give God the praise. God is concerned about us. God has communicated with us. God is dependable. God is a God of purpose. And God is in control. And we should therefore have faith in God and be courageous and optimistic about the future. Abraham believed that what God had promised, God was able to perform. And Abraham staggered not at the promise of God, even though what God promised him was impossible. Then the apostle Paul encouraged the church in Philippians 1.6, being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you shall perform it until the day of the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on, tell your neighbor, God will do just what he said. And so, child of God, go on and do your best. God will work it out. God will perform. Mary had to wait for a while. And we, like Job, are going to have to wait also. Job said, all the days of my appointed time, I'm going to wait until my change comes. How many of you are willing to say to God, you don't have to do this on my schedule. Whenever you're ready, I know it's going to happen. In the meantime, I'm going to praise you and bless your name. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Sometimes you have to wait on the miracle working power of the Lord. Even the youth shall faint, Isaiah said, and be weary, and young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength, mount upon wings as eagles, run and not be weary, walk and not faint. I just come by to tell you, at the end of the year 2019, God is getting ready to take you higher than he's ever taken you before. I just came by to tell you God is going to do great things in our midst and you just better get ready because God is going to do it in the name of Jesus. It shall come to pass. Don't worry. God will perform. Don't worry while you're trying to figure it out. God has already worked it out. And the Bible says, there shall be a performance of those things spoken by the Lord. Tell your neighbor, there shall be a performance with God. Nothing shall be impossible. Hold on. Child of God, be strong. God will, for the things that are impossible with men are possible with God. I said the things that are impossible with men are possible with God. As a matter of fact, the Bible says all things are possible. Only believe. Come on, tell your neighbor, hold on. It's going to happen. The Apostle Paul said, I can do all things through Christ 
that strengtheneth me, that after I can do all things through Christ, that strengtheneth me. Come on and praise God for it. Hallelujah. Glory. Nothing is impossible. Nothing can stop me. Nothing can block me. I'm putting my hand in the hand of the Lord and the same God that sent Jesus without the aid of a man into this earth, the same God that raised Jesus up from the dead. He's able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all. Help me praise him. Help me praise the Lord. Yes, yes. Whatever your situation, God can fix it. Whatever your problem is, God can solve it. If you're going through and things are looking bad, God can bring you out. Bring you out of narcotic addiction. You've got an addiction. God can set you free. If there's immorality, God can fix it. What can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Tell your neighbor, hold on. God will work it out. The same God that raised Jesus from the dead, that God is here right now. Come on and welcome him. Oh, yeah. Hallelujah. There's healing in the house. There's deliverance in the house. There's a miracle in the house. There's a way out and a way over in the house. God is in your life, working on your behalf. You can praise your way out of your problem, out of your need. Come on and praise him. All right now. God said, it's all right now. Nothing is impossible. Tell three people, nothing is impossible. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. God is a God who performs. God is performing right now, right here, right in this place. Praise Him, praise Him. Glory, hallelujah, 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 glory, glory. Anybody need a miracle? Anybody need the Lord to work and move in your life? Anybody in trouble and you need God to bring you out? Come on, step into the aisle. You've got time to pray for you. Get in the aisle and come down to the altar, Lord. I need to be healed, Lord. I need to be brought out, Lord. I need to be brought over, Lord. There's a need in my life. I'm believing you for the answer, for the miracle. Come on and praise him. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, take that neighbor by the hand. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. That's a healing hand you have. God wants to work a miracle in the lives of his people. God wants to bless you and heal you in the name of Jesus. God touch in your power, in your might. Every individual who is in contact with their neighbor, they've laid hands on one another. They're touching and agreeing 
that this miracle shall come to pass. Lord, I don't care what it is, whether it's cancer, diabetes, heart trouble, high blood pressure, whatever, Lord, you're able, in the name of Jesus, everybody in this room, say, Lord, say, Lord, heal my brother, heal my sister, and heal me in the name of Jesus. Thank God. Amen. Come on and praise him. Oh, yeah. Nothing is impossible. God is able to do exceeding abundantly above us, above what we can ask or even think. So let's give God praise for the miracle. Praise him for working on our behalf. You're healed. You're delivered. You're set free. I want everybody who has any perceivable pain, a pain that you can feel, if so, raise your hand. Hallelujah. Lord, you see these hands so that they will believe. God, I pray right this minute that you'll take away the pain that they perceive, that they feel, and make them whole without pain. In the name of Jesus, even as they walk back to their seats, let the miracle take place. And just keep praising the Lord as you go back to your seat. Just walk. I'm going to ask you something when you get to your seat. Walk back to your seat. Don't sit down. Just walk back and stand there. In the name of Jesus. Touch, 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 touch. Deliver. In the name of Jesus. Set free by your power. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm healed in Jesus' name. Come on, say it. I'm healed in the name of Jesus. Healed. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now, this is the test. If you don't feel that pain now, and you felt it then, I just want you to raise your hand. If it's gone, if it was there, but it's not there anymore, check it out. Check it out. There's a hand right there. Come on. Give the Lord praise. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come here, sweetheart. Come here, come here. Come walk, walk out there. Hallelujah. Anybody else who felt pain, now it's gone. Come on, come on. In the name of Jesus. God does the impossible. Did you have pain? Is it gone now? Is it gone? It was in my hip from my hip surgery. Yes, Lord. It's gone now. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, everybody. Come on, everybody. Give God praise. Give God praise. Give God praise. God is able to do it. He cannot fail. For he is God. He cannot fail. He blessed his word. He cannot fail. He'll see you through. He He cannot fail. For he is God. He cannot fail. He pledged his word. He cannot fail. He'll see you through. He cannot fail. Come on, say it again. He cannot fail. One more time, say it. He cannot fail. He'll answer you. He'll answer. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord.
there's somebody else. You could not raise your hand a moment ago, but now, since that moment, God has wrought that miracle in your life. And the Lord has now touched you, and you've been delivered from the pain that you felt. Hold that hand up high. Let's praise God for that person. Lift that hand, lift that hand if it's you. I see hands lifted all over the room. God is able. I said, God is able. Now praise him by faith for what he's going to do for you. Nothing is impossible. There shall be a performance. Say it after me, please. Nothing is impossible. There shall be a performance of those things spoken by the Lord. Come on, thank God for his wonderful, beautiful working power. It's also time to give you an opportunity to accept Jesus as your Savior and your Lord. If you're not saved, if you don't know this Savior about whom we have spoken, Jesus has not come into your life and forgiven you of your sins, transform your life, your heart. If you're not made a decision for Christ, it's time to do so today. Too long. You've put it off. The Lord loves you. He's concerned about you. And if you would say, preacher, pray for me. I need to be forgiven. I need to be saved. While every head is bowed and every eye is closed so that I will know who you are and know to pray for you. Lift that hand up if that's you who would say, I want to know Jesus. I want my sins forgiven. I want to give my life to the Lord forever. Lift that hand, hold it high. Dear Lord, I pray for every person who lifted their hand. I pray that by your power, you'll draw them to yourself. I pray that they'll never be the same again. Thank you, Jesus, for dying for their sins. Thank you for rising from the dead. Thank you for drawing them unto yourself. This is the moment of salvation and victory in their lives, and I proclaim that they are free in the name of Jesus. Repeat this prayer to me, dear Lord. I'm sorry for my sins. Please forgive me for the wrong I've done, for the wrong I have been. I want to be saved. I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. I believe that he died for me. I believe that he arose from the dead. I accept Jesus as my Lord and my Savior. And I thank you, Lord. I am forgiven. I am saved in the name of Jesus. Give God praise for the gift of salvation. If you lifted your hand a moment ago, please lift your hand again. I want to speak quickly to you. Lift your hand again if you lifted it a moment ago. If you did, if you accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, I want to be the first to congratulate you on having all your sins forgiven. I want to know who you are. If you lifted your hand, or even if you did not, but if you prayed the prayer of confession with me, I want to know your name. I want to shake your hand. I want your name on my prayer list. I want to write you a letter this week. I want to give you literature that you can read in the privacy of your own home. So please come. I want to touch you. I want to shake your hand and receive you in the name of Jesus. If you want to join West Angeles, if you want to be saved, giving your life to the Lord Jesus, step out and come forward in the name of Jesus. Come on, clap your hands and praise God for you. Praise God. God bless you, man. Lord, in Jesus' name, come into this life. Let this brother be transformed by your power. Let him never be the same again. Thank you that he loved him enough, to Lord, to draw him unto yourself. Let your spirit be upon him. Your anointing be with him. Thank you for forgiving every sin. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. God bless you, man. You love Jesus. 
Jesus loves you. In the name of Jesus, I want you to go with our prayer workers. Come on, prayer workers, get here quickly. Get here quickly. Get here quickly. Come on close. Come on close. I want each of you to go with that dear brother to my left. He's going to minister to you, share with you more perfectly the way of the Lord. Would you please turn toward your right and go with him, please. God bless you. Follow that brother. Follow him. Come on, praise God for them. Praise God for them. Tears of repentance. Well, is anybody glad that you know God? Anybody glad that you're saved? God can do anything. God can do everything. Come on, praise God for your miracle. And you may be seated in the house of the Lord. God bless each and every one of you. How many of you are glad that you know the God who is beyond impossibility? He's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask our thing. Thank him for his miracle manifestation, even in the house of the Lord. And I'm just thanking God for showing up and showing out in our lives. Give God some more praise. And it's time for us to share with the work of the Lord. It's time to bless the church. So many challenging opportunities are before us. God is opening so many wonderful doors. He's calling upon us to serve at this time on his behalf, winning the world for Jesus Christ and being examples and models that our community, our world can observe and see and be drawn unto the Lord and his salvation. How many of you know God has a purpose for West Angeles? The miracles that he works for us lets us know that he is in the process of paving and carving out a beautiful future for our church. And we must work with God's purpose, work with God's objective, work with God's goal for West Angeles. We're not here by accident. We're here to win the laws. And we need your help. We need the sowing of your seed into the wonderful vineyard of ministry and the fertile ground of ministry here in this community and in this world. God wants to use us. God wants to use you. And God blesses the vessel that he uses. So I want to be used of God. Would you say that to your neighbor? God blesses the vessel that he uses. I want to be used of God so I can be blessed by God. Come on, clap your hands and praise God for that prayer. Lady May decided to take a little time off, but she wrote the check for this time of giving and time of sharing. And I asked her to write it, and so we, we wrote the check. I was, I was involved in it too. So we're giving this time of sharing, this time of blessing our church. God is at work. God is at work. Listen, one of those souls is worth everything we will ever give and ever share in the name of Jesus. And so we are soaring into the purpose and into the destiny of our church. And God blesses us when we do that. If you want to be blessed, sow into destiny and you will be blessed by God. Let every tither please stand. Every tither. Jesus. We worship you, Jesus. We worship you like the angel in Songs of praise we sing, songs of praise we sing to Gifts of love we bring, gifts of love we bring to Jesus, oh Lord. And sing it again now, Jesus. Jesus, we worship you. Jesus, Jesus, we worship you. Like the ancient wise man. 
and gifts of love we bring. Jesus, oh Lord divine. Jesus, Jesus, oh Lord divine. Jesus, oh Lord divine. Lord, let these tithers in every area of their lives fulfill your promise. Do the impossible. Bless them to do more than they ever dreamed they could do. In the name of Jesus, everybody in God's house, please stand all over the room. Everybody stand. And so, Jesus, we worship you. Songs of love we sing. Gifts of love we bring. We share our very heart with you and with this ministry. Bless us as we share, even in the future, to do more for your work and to your glory. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Thank God. Thank God. Amen. Listen, if you're giving by text, you can text Wednesday to 41444. Enter your name and credit card information. And there, if you're in your home or away from the church and you are in front of your computer, all you have to do is just follow the instructions for your giving on your computer and you'll be able to give over the internet. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for giving. Everybody who's able, give a special gift to the work of the Lord. for worshiping the Lord with us on this day. Thank you for attending service. We have refreshments in the courtyard and in the lobby 
of the church and other stations around our campus. Stop by, have some hot chocolate or some coffee or some tea or some something, and we want to show our love for you and our appreciation. This is your day. Let's give our special guests a rousing applause, and let's give one another a rousing applause. So, Lord, we thank you and praise you for your blessing upon us. Thank you, dear Lord, that you are healer, you are deliverer, you are provider. Thank you, dear Lord, for the miracle that you have wrought, even as we have worshipped you together in the name of Jesus. It is done. Go now, my beloved, with the power of God on your life. We look forward to seeing you tonight in our time of worship and time of praise. It's going to be something that you've never experienced before, the way God's going to move in our time of celebration on tonight. Thank you, dear Lord, in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Amen. 